you'll stop the 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 compulsive capitalist like need to consume because i here's another thing um sad guru has said when i was listening to him girl like and it was i was in the bath and stuff like that and this was like while i was also tweeting crazy stuff i need to double check i'm still following him because i haven't seen his lives come up in a minute yeah, he's been doing them too, but um, the algorithm is to see the algorithm probably threw him out a bit because it do that. Annoying. It'd be like, it be like that. Because I think there's also, like, I think the biggest fight is between the ego, which uh-huh. is like advertisement, it's the human intervention of the natural algorithm. Ooh, I like the way you said that though. Human intervention of the natural algorithm. Did I say that right? Yeah, I feel that. Like, I feel that deep in my soul right now. What did he say? He said something along the lines of when you're with, like, Shiva. Like, the idea of dreaming. Like, you don't dream, right? Right. Or he said, get rid of dreaming and dream. The idea of a dream is to, like, you know, manifest some something into your real life that isn't there. And he's like, but the moment you dream it up is the moment it's in your life. So we should stop trying to dream, daydream things and and think about things. It's like, because you're already, you've then brought it into your material world. Instead, be with Shiva and like, let go and just know and always be in the knowing that extraordinary things are to come. And because also, why would you ever bring shit into your life? Mm. (laughs) Like, why would your higher self ever be like, turmoil? (laughs) (laughs) Anxiety. Anger. Well, I, you know. It's interesting to me, too, because I actually said that, so I was teaching my, um, because I have a course that's that's coming up, like the doors are closing in a couple of days, and um, I did a pre-work bonus, like just recording something that I thought was really amazing, and something I said must have been some kind of download from that higher self, talking about how we are in like two modes, usually, creation and destruction, but sometimes to destroy, we create. Like even with everything that's going on right now, we see that. You know, there's so much anger and like those negative emotions of like anger, grief, turmoil, anxiety, all of that is in alignment with destruction. But to destroy, like we have to level shit out so that we can create anew. Does that make sense? So in a way we're destroying Mm -hmm. and creating at once. So I think about that as you're talking, because I'm like, if we, so if we're daydreaming and calling into the things that we're, we're calling into our realities, the things that we're dreaming we're creating, right? So if we're creating, aren't we destroying like our present reality in a way? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, that's why that's why like I um that's why new age white women manifestation is isn't real. Yeah. Because they think that like like they, they under and, okay, I should say isn't real. That's why it's a colonized version of something that is far deeper than that, right? Right. And it's because, yeah, in order to bring something or manifest, you, like, how could you ever manifest something into a current reality when your current reality already exists? It doesn't make any sense. How could you be a millionaire and broke at the same time? Exactly. It doesn't make any fucking sense, you know? Like, it just, it just logistically don't make sense. (laughs) And so, like... It's like the idea of why, so then, so then I think the idea when it is like what Sadhguru said is to not dream, is it's also not to dwell. Like mm. why imagine or why live in growth? Why not live in nothing? 
and things because he was like people are like how did you get all these great opportunities or this or that he's like I don't know they just popped up <laughs> they just said it's just here so I did it sound like fun <laughs> and, <I went. laughs> and it's like wow you know like what a life and it's like exactly that's life like that's life I think when we get so distracted by every by the, the what we call the everyday yeah and we've even told ourselves that that's a such thing. There's no such thing as an everyday. No two days are the same. No two moments are the same. I think it's also about, I think it also comes down to personal power and how people relinquish their personal power even when they daydream. Because they forget uh-huh. that they have autonomy even in that moment. Like, it's like you're saying, ultimately we're creating from the moment the idea's been, in, like, what is it, conceived? That's the word I'm looking uh-huh. for. When the idea is conceived, we've created it. It exists. And so it's just a matter of when it's going to show up in the physical world. But there was intention there, whether you knew it or not. And the moment that you can grasp that intention, the moment you notice your power in the situation, that's when you intentionally manifest and create things all the time. And the uh-huh. things that feel most aligned to you all the time. Also, to be totally honest, when most people dream, they dream out of lack anyways. They yes. dream about their broke down self having something. And it's like, you know, they're dreaming in contradictions or they're creating false fantasies to create this thing to happen. Like they have to have all of these like loopholes and jumps and pivots for this dream to even be a thing. And it's like, you know. To trick themselves. Like you have yeah, to trick yourself to believe it. And it's like, what if you just believed it? Yeah, it's like, okay, well, you tricked yourself and said all of that, but you also recognize that all of that isn't real, and that's not realistic, and none of that really works, so... (laughs) (laughs) You just kind of keep your dreams in your dreams, aren't you? (laughs) You know, so it's like, I mean, I think that there are so many different layers to that, because also meditating on, then, um, like, I was listening, I read this book called Instant Magic, and it was because I rebuked, kind of, all traditions and practices i don't think that there's such a thing as tradition and practice there is just one thing and that is self Mm. so like anytime like um like i've been into the orisha lately and i steer clear of religious type of teaching or even understanding it based off of things that i read from people who feel like they have authority wait so what was that again orisha yeah, the Orisha, it's like the African goddess and goddess, Osun, Oya, all of them, like, you know, like when Beyonce is hold up, hold up, they don't love you like I love you, slow down, they don't love you like I love you, <laughs> Yes. Have you seen the lemonade visual one? No. Okay. Well, You're gonna like, have to educate it, me. She's wearing this, like, yellow, no, girl, you're fine. And then she's wearing, because it was hard to get, bitch, okay? Like, it's hard to find that shit. You gotta pay for it. In it, she's wearing like this. She's wearing yellow the whole time, like different outfits, but they're mostly in yellow. And she's like under the water, and she's like, I, you know, I plugged my menses. She's like, I'm trying to be this and that, this and that. Her body's contorting. Stop, no more. I'm on the phone. Her body's contorting. She's underwater and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, the guy grab like, and then she like the door opens, it busts, and a bunch of water flows out from her, and she's portraying the Orisha goddess Oshun which is the goddess of rivers, of love, and kind of, like, sexuality, all of that kind of stuff. And her color is yellow. And so, like, that was, like, 
Beyonce, for the most part, brought Oshun back into black culture. And so, obviously, there's lots of feelings about that that people have. People have all sorts of feelings about Beyonce, but I'm like, she's a, she's a number one witch, and people can't stand it because she consistently does what others realize they aren't doing. I'm um, so, like, I, you know what it is? I, I have no, like, I have no hate for her. I just never vibed with her either, if that makes sense. Like, I'm just, uh-huh. I'm ambivalent towards her. Which is so interesting because then I'll see something that she did, that she created, and I'm like, oh, but that's really good, though. It's one of those weird things that I can't quite explain. Yeah, there's just no deeper connection. I used to be like that with her, I think, more so ambivalent. And mm-hmm. then I started, I think I started getting in deep with the formation, or when formation was it. No, it was it was a little bit before that. I think it was, nah, I've always been a winner, no mind. <laughs> You're like, I actually, when I thought about it. <laughs> Yeah, I've never been like a beehive, like hey, like knowing it. I don't like I don't know general things about her and her personal life and all of that kind of stuff. I just really vibe with the messaging that she puts out yeah. and what she goes through because I tend to find her music when I'm going through very similar things. Does that make sense? No, it does. And I thought Lemonade overall, I was very impressed and in awe with her ability to. It wasn't she didn't make it for people. She created it because that was her joy in the moment. Was to it was to be able to get out the, the the feelings and the energies that she had rolling around within her based on her personal trauma. And it just and so happens like, that, that she can like she she channels it into mm-hmm. something that people can consume. Oh shit! I cut you off. I cut you off by accident. I do, I closed out the wrong thing. I was just so you I was saying it. that like it it so happens that she can channel it into things that people can consume. Uh-huh. And so well. And so well, exactly. Like she knows how to affect your conscious, your conscious mind. Like and even just like back to what I was saying too, like I could Ooh, I could on, consciously be like, what? You know why she said it in one of her videos? I think it's haunted or something. She Ooh, does like a video, I think, and she talks about how she, during her tour, she would go to the to the museum just to look at the paintings, or sometimes they would inspire her to paint, and then she'd paint something and she she'd rip it down and tear and repaint over it and do it all over again, and she was learning how to just be, just be. and then she repeated it, just be, just be, and it was like I'm just being me. Bitch, that fucked me up. Yeah, she she knows she knows she in, she in, she into deep like she's. I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure with the amount of money that she has and the availability to the world that she has that she's able to get deeper into places and have conversations with the type of and make the type of connections to be able to go in deep with the spiritual stuff. You know that's what I want though. Ultimately, I think like that's the ultimate. I think that's the ultimate. I don't even know if you would call it a bar of success, but I feel like that's the ultimate iteration yeah. of, of, oh, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, of an artist because I would love, even if you don't vibe with me, even even if something like destiny, whatever you want to call it, doesn't allow us to connect like two pieces in a puzzle, you are still impacted by my work in some way. Like you still like I project something, whether it's in your like in your consciousness, subconsciously, whatever. Something about me still translates, still makes a ripple in like the mass sea out there. 
and you can't even identify what that is, but you know my name. Girl, that's what I was trying to say. I was reading something by Sadhguru, and he was saying how the ultimate goal, I, he didn't say it like this, but the, the thing that I got, or that I got in general, was that the goal of the self is to create a space in which it can explore itself. Mm. That's it. And so if you're comfortable, like if you're uncomfortable and you're in survival mode and you have to survive, you don't have the space to explore yourself. So if you give in and give in to yourself, let go of your fear, yourself will create an environment, a materialistic environment in which you can explore yourself. And you will always call to you what it is that you need. That's why it's like people, that's why it's not about money. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's like the idea is that, well, I can have money or, and it's like, well, if you need money and you put off exploring yourself until you have money, the right type of money, you're in survival mode. Mm. Well, I think like misery, isn't, wouldn't misery just be being in an environment, being in a life that isn't your own design? Like, isn't that just the definition of, mi- of misery? Yeah, well, it is your own design. Actually, you know what I said? I, I, I take back what I said. Being, um, the inability to recognize that you are in an, an environment where you can be yourself, when you put stipulations on it, mm. it stalls your ability to move forward because you are in this space, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, like, right now, I am safe, I am fine, I can, in my personal space of where I am, I can go inward. There's nothing stopping me. I'm not like there's no starvation. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not trying to like figure out how where I'm gonna live in the next month or something because I can't afford to live in this place, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not in current hyperdrive crazy mode. I'm not running for my life. No, those aren't good anymore. Throw those away. Those aren't good anymore. I meant to throw those out. You will get sick. Those apples pieces are old. No. Eat an apple. Eat an actual apple, not these pieces. Um, have an apple. Oh, then don't eat. It's the same thing. It's just not cut up. <laughs> I'll eat an applesauce then. I don't care. Just do something different. Um, but I think it's like when you ignore it, you're telling yourself... Well, I just choose not to do that right now. And so it goes, all right, just let me know when you will. And you stay in the same place. But when you, like you said, like you notice, when you follow your joy, that is the ability to go inward and explore the self, the outside changes. Because there's only so much in this particular spot that you can explore. Right? Like, there's only so much you can do without traveling. Right. I mean, technically, you can do just about everything without traveling. But there's only so much you can do in the playground that you're in that you can explore in the playground that you're in before you get a little bit bored and you want to explore something else. That's why we always find such happiness when we pick up a new hobby or a new new something new to learn. So there's always that spark of, oh, yeah. We throw ourselves completely into it, I think. Is because it's something new so it's like there's i think there's an element to that too where there's only so much that you can enjoy in your physical environment before you need to change it in some way and you 
I think it's physically impossible for the inward you to change and your physical not change because your perspective of your physical changes, even if you stay in the same place. Mm. Does that make sense to you? Right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm living right now. Like, my entire perception of money, success, like, wealth, success, um, art, business, all of those things have shifted, but I'm still technically in the same environment. I'm still in this basement apartment, you know, but looking at it now, it doesn't make me miserable because I remember distinctly feeling so upset at everything all the time, feeling like I was powerless to create a new reality. But then I realized there was power in actually, like, stripping the current reality and creating a new narrative, like, creating a new experience. And, like, you could do that within, like, within the moment that you're sitting in right now. Like, it all gets to be constant evolution and growth, if you let it be. And it's like, if you're miserable about your outside existence, there's nothing inside of you that can help you change it. Yep. If you are content with your inside experience and consistently growing, there's everything inside of you that you can use to change your outside experience if you choose to change it. And usually you don't choose to change the outside out of contempt or misery. You choose to change it because your interests, everything inside of you has shifted. Your perspective has shifted. You choose to go like, like perceive something physically somewhere else. Only because some new insight that has brought you has brought you into a place where you want to, like, for instance, like, if I'm into, like, growing plants or greenery, consistently being in nature and greenery, in nature and greenery, and I currently live in a concrete jungle or in a concrete jungle apartment, right, but I'm not miserable here, I enjoy my life here, I enjoy these things, but all of a sudden, my perspective has shifted into more nature, into more cottage core type stuff. Now, all of a sudden, instead of, like, it comes time to, like, like, I'm just scrolling, scrolling. I see an article about, I don't know, living green in the city. And I see a whole community of people who are into the same stuff I'm into. And then I start, oh, well, they've got, like, an open house doing and learning about plotting these things that I plot in my apartment. Next thing you know, you travel over there in the city to go learn about plotting these things. And someone's like, yeah, blah, 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 and you're on your way home, and you see availability of open thing, and it's next to an apartment that looks amazing, and you're like, you know, my lease was coming up, and I was going to renew it, but this place is kind of amazing. Let me see who's renting. It's giving yourself that space to play and to follow those interests so that you don't fall into misery. Because I think the moment that you ignore it or you tell yourself that it isn't possible or you scroll away from the article... That's the moment that, like, the misery yeah, starts to set in and yeah. you start get, you start getting resentful, you start snapping at people, you start getting upset with the way your world currently looks because you didn't listen to the first inkling of what it was supposed to be in the first place and you yeah. just consistently ignore it. It's like you were so miserable you never even looked at the article and you were like, fuck these plants. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, like, the plants don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Just messaged me. Okay, I'll call you back. Okay, okay. Bye. Bye.